Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Programming Professional. I am your host, Chris Franklin. Okay, today's episode, I want to look at my career and kind of give myself some advice. I want to talk to my younger self. If I could time travel, these are the things that I would say to me so that I know I need to work on these things. Okay? Um, hopefully this advice that I would have given to myself, you can take and use yourself and it will help you in your own careers. All right. So how do we start? Let's say, uh, first off, let's quote a famous show and book that hopefully everyone in the world has read because a lot of people have known it. Um, and tell myself that, you know what? You know, nothing, Jon Snow. Um, when I started my career, I was like a lot of other new programmers, and uh, this isn't to say that um, new programmers do terrible things, but um, they tend to be know-it-alls, uh, and the reason is because when we're younger and we're new in this profession, we're coming straight out of school, and we think, oh man, we know so much about programming. I've just been trained as a programmer. I know what I'm doing. Well, I wish I could slap myself and say, stop it. Stop trying to impress people with what you know, because what you don't know is anything. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you do know. All you know is that you have this little bit of knowledge that you think is everything you need to know, and it's not. So take a step back. Stop trying to impress others with your knowledge. And start listening instead. Stop trying to tell others what you think they want to hear and start listening to what they have to say. Because it's important that you take in everything you can when you're early on in your career. Uh, absorb all of the knowledge from those who have been working in this field for a lot longer than you have. Okay? On that same note, you need to be humble. Um, when you do know something and you have the ability to teach others what you know, then do so with a little bit of civility and humbleness, right? Have the presence of mind not to brag about the fact that you know something because related to the last point, you don't know when you don't know something, all right? You don't know if the thing you're bragging about, someone else in the room might have knowledge about and you might be saying it wrong and you just don't know it. You just don't know that you've drawn the wrong conclusion. So be humble. Ask for help from everyone. Don't be afraid of asking for help. This is actually probably the biggest piece of advice that I could ever give to a junior developer is don't be afraid to ask for help. Because these programmers with a lot more experience They've been there. They've been in your shoes. They know the kind of problems that you're running into, and they know the solutions for a lot of these. And if they don't know the solution, chances are good that they know how to find it faster than you do. Okay? So ask for help a lot. Don't be afraid of that. All right? And if you know the answer, on top of being humble, make sure that you're super generous with that knowledge that you share it with those who don't know it. Because if you keep it all to yourself and you hoard all of this knowledge and you think, oh, you know what? I am going to be 
the best looking person here because I know this and they don't, that's actually just going to hurt you and your career. So don't be that person. Help out everyone around you. If you know an answer, share it. So something that I struggled a lot with early in my career was accepting the fact that pair programming is good for you as a junior developer. Why? Because pair programming, if you don't know, is where you sit with two programmers at a single keyboard. One programmer is writing the code and the other is explaining how to solve the problem. And it's something that really chafed me when I was a junior developer. I didn't understand why I had to be told how to solve a problem. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how to solve it. But I didn't want to be the one just writing the code. And it always made me nervous having someone more senior looking over my shoulder at the code I'm writing and pointing out every little tiny mistake I made before I had a chance to actually run the code and see that it was a mistake. And now that I'm older, I would slap myself again and say, look, these experiences are incredibly valuable because you're learning something from this more senior developer. They're teaching you things that you didn't even know were problems that you were going to run into. They see it before you see it. So learn from them. Learn how to recognize those things. I now try and spend as much of my day pair programming with the junior developers in my organization as possible because I know how valuable it was for me and I can see it chafing on them. And I try to explain to them how important it is. But I just want to try and get that message out there. It is important and it will help you so much in the long run. Uh, Another thing that I struggled with as a junior developer was writing unit tests. I didn't understand why spending so much extra time writing a test was going to make me faster as a developer. And I didn't understand why having those tests was important moving forward and making changes in my code. Uh, I just didn't grasp and grok all of those concepts. And so um, I, I would love to be able to go back and focus more on learning the proper way to write unit tests because they help me so much in my day to day now. Yes, I spend five extra minutes writing a series of tests before I ever write a line of code, but let me tell you, that five extra minutes saves me days of work in the long run because now I know when I'm making changes to a piece of code over the course of several days, I'm not having to question if it's going to work or not. I know it works or it doesn't. It passes the tests or it doesn't. It's as simple as that. And so learning the proper way to write these tests, how to write your code in a way that makes it testable. This is all important stuff that you have to learn and it's hard to learn and it really frustrates you early on, but stick with it. It is so, so important for your growth as a, as a developer. Okay. You should also be reading a lot, like one new book a month and try and pick topics that may not be directly related to what you do at work. Okay. Uh, Why am I saying this? Because I spent several years not consuming new programming books, and it set me back in my career because there were all these areas that I wasn't 
getting experience with. It's the idea of breadth versus depth. If I read a lot of books on a lot of different programming topics, I now have a good breadth of knowledge. And that's something you're severely lacking when you start as a junior developer. You don't have that extremely broad experience. And that broad experience is what helps you bring solutions from other problem spaces into the one you're currently working on. Okay, And that's the way you solve some of the hardest problems is being able to borrow ideas from other areas and bring them in. Um, So try and read one new book every month. If you're already an expert at the language you're developing in, pick books on new languages. Pick books on uh, areas of programming that you're not directly involved in, other careers, uh, other uh, disciplines, other domains, all of this that you can bring in. Uh, do it because it will help you overall in the long run. The more of that knowledge you internalize, the better. Reading a book is hard, and I know it. And, and not everyone has time to just constantly read books all the time. So the next best thing is YouTube. YouTube is your friend. There's a ton of old conference talks. There's a ton of old uh, topics and tutorials and everything in the world on YouTube you can imagine around programming. And it's a great place to go when you only have 10 minutes or 15 minutes. You don't have hours to dedicate to reading a book. You can go just watch a quick YouTube video and supplement the knowledge that you're gaining from books with YouTube. Uh, Blogs are also a great way to grow. Um, Check out Medium and see what the daily programming blogs are and just try and stay up to date with as much knowledge as possible. The overall theme here is constantly be learning new things because that's how you're going to grow as a programmer, okay? Now, day to day, there are problems I encounter that I don't know the solution for off the top of my head. And as I've gotten more experience, I've found it's easier to find those solutions, but here's the thing. I don't know everything. I can't know everything. It goes back to the first point of now I have a better idea of what I don't know, but I still don't know what I don't know. I still don't know if I'm going to encounter something I don't know how to solve. And this is where it becomes absolutely essential. Master your ability to Google. Learning how to search for solutions is actually probably more important than learning how to code because if you know how to find the exact solution to the problem you're running into or one that's very, very close, you'll be able to take and modify that to fit your actual problem space. So learn how to use Google because there's a lot of information out there, as I said, in blogs and YouTube and all of these places have the knowledge You just need to know how to go out and get it. And as a junior developer, you may not think to go to Google. You might want to try and figure it out yourself. Don't do that. Google is your friend. Use it. Okay? So we've talked about friends and things that you want to do. What do you want to stay away from? Um, When you're earlier in your career, try and stay away from multitasking. Multitasking is your enemy. You'll find a lot of teams that try and throw a lot of work at you at the same time, and you're supposed to balance and juggle all of these different tasks all at the same time. My first real job out of school, I was working on five major projects simultaneously, and I was a junior developer. And let me tell you, I didn't do any one of them really well. 
because I was spending too much time switching context between all of these different projects and tasks. And so as a junior developer, try to focus in on one thing at a time. Finish it and move on to the next thing. If you're given five tasks to work on, find out which one's the one that needs to be delivered soonest and focus on it. Because learning to focus in on a single task is actually how you get better at multitasking. It might seem counterintuitive and it might not make sense, but that's really how you build that skill is how quickly can you get one thing done? Because that's how you look like you're multitasking. You just knock out one thing at a time really, really fast. And now you look like a really good multitasker. Okay, so focus in one item at a time. Okay, so I kind of mentioned this before, but I also want to talk about uh, when you're at work, you're using usually one programming language. There are some development shops that use more than one. uh, And if that's the case, pick one language that you work with and focus on it. Become a deep dive expert. You need to take all the books and all of the knowledge that you're gaining to increase the breadth of your experience. Now you need to pick an area to focus in and and build depth of experience. And that should be the very first thing you should learn to the deepest level possible is the programming language that you work in. It might be Node, it might be Java, it might be any of those areas. And if it is, just focus in on them. Deep dive as far as you can go. Understand as much as you possibly can. How does concurrency work? How do variables work? How do all of these pieces actually work under the hood? Because if you understand that, you are going to be a deep expert and people are going to start to come to you for advice on how to solve problems. And a lot of junior devs don't spend the time to do this. So do it. Spend the time to become a really deep expert at one thing. Okay. As you're developing, um, you're going to run into code that ages and gets a little crufty and starts to look like it needs a little bit of love and work. And let me tell you, the solution to that is to refactor constantly. Now, what do I mean by refactor? Uh, small changes, large changes, doesn't matter. It Just do it constantly. And you can do things as simple as taking something that's declared as a global variable and making it constant. That is a really simple refactor that you can do. You should have the idea that when you move into a code base, your entire job is to leave that code base in a better condition than you found it. So extract a really large block of code that is making the function unreadable into its own separate function. Okay, that's a really easy refactor to do. You can use tools in a lot of modern IDEs that will do that for you. Learn how to do those things because that's how you're going to come out with extremely clean code and look like a professional when you're in the development environment. People will always see your code as much cleaner than when you left it and they'll know you're the guy who can get stuff done and you make code look great. So do it, refactor constantly, okay? All right, now here's something that I, I struggled with a lot as a junior developer and a lot of junior developers that I work with now struggle with. And that's the idea that when you approach a problem, you tend to over-engineer it. You tend to build super complicated solutions because that's where your mind goes. You're trying to think of all these clever ways you can solve the problem. Let me give you a piece of advice. Do the simplest solution possible at first. Usually, the simplest solution that gets you 80% of the way there is the best solution. 
and it's the right solution and it's the one that's going to make you look like a rock star because you write this super simple elegant code bam people appreciate simple code because it's easier to work with it's easier to reason about and it's easier to understand if you build these super complicated frameworks and have to build 19 different sub projects to make one new feature work you're probably doing it wrong if you have to build this really complicated nine-step pipeline to deploy an AWS Lambda function, you're doing it wrong. There are much simpler, more elegant solutions to that, and they're the ones that you should be going for. Start simple. If the simple solution doesn't get you all the way to where you need to be, then you can add complexity. But if you have the simple thing to build off of, that's a great place to start. Okay? So good software engineering is 100% about the amount of experience you have, okay? Get as much experience as you can. Uh, Pick it up from books, from YouTube, from blogs, from building side projects, from working on your work projects and pouring yourself into those projects. Everything you encounter as a developer is going to give you experience that you can pull from when you encounter new problems in the future. Start volunteering for the most challenging projects at work. Yes, you're a junior dev and you might struggle, but guess what? You can ask for help. And if you're volunteering for the hardest work, eventually you're going to bring your skills up to the level to be able to constantly challenge that work and finish it and finish it well. Also, when you're first digging into a code base and you don't really know it very well, a really good way is to start volunteering to pick up some of the bugs and work on them because that'll get you familiar with the code base and how the entire system works. So uh, start taking on little bugs every chance you get to just get in there, dig in, and start understanding the way all of these things are supposed to work and the way they currently work. Okay. I'm going to leave you with one final thought, Um, something that I wish I had done much sooner in my career. I didn't start until a couple years ago actually blogging about any of my experience or YouTubing or, or as you now know, podcasting, Um, talking through your problems with others. It will help you understand it better, and you can use that experience to help others grow as well. So it's a really great thing that I wish I had done much sooner in my career. Um, And if you're early on in your career, or if you're not and you don't do this, do it. Start it. Start a a video blog on your day-to-day tasks. Just record your screen and you talking through the problems. That will help people immensely, and it will help you immensely. So do it if you can, okay? And that's it. That's that's all of my advice for my younger self, things I wish I knew when I was younger in my career. And hopefully if you're a younger developer or if you're an older developer without some of these experiences, you'll be able to, to take something that I've said from this and use it to help you in your own career, okay? That's it for today's episode of The Programming Professional. Again, I'm Chris Franklin. If you ever have any questions, you ever want me to talk about a specific topic, just let me know. My email is me at chris-franklin.com, and I enjoy having you listen. I look forward to seeing you again. Thanks. Bye.